From the Newstalk ZB Newsroom, this is News Fix. Good afternoon, I'm Malcolm Jordan and this is your Midday News Fix for Tuesday the 29th of November. Police say they're trying to find middle ground in their approach to fleeing drivers. They began taking a more cautious approach to pursuits two years ago after a series of high-profile deaths. But they're now amending that policy after a significant increase in people fleeing police and a significant decrease in people being apprehended. Commissioner Andrew Costa says it's clear they haven't been getting the balance quite right. We're not talking about a wholesale change back to where we were, but we are talking about a redevelopment to make sure that there's clarity about when the harm from further offending may justify pursuit. And Andrew Costa says police are further sharpening their focus to combat retail crime. They have plans to increase visibility and presence in the worst affected areas. It follows the death of 34-year-old Janik Patel in Sandringham last week and small businesses being repeatedly targeted. The police commissioner told Mike Hosking offending trends have shifted a bit. Residential burglaries have dropped a lot through and uh, subsequent to COVID, whereas offending against commercial premises uh, has increased. However, concerns the government hasn't addressed the real issue around ram raids. It's announced a $4 million fund to support local councils in Auckland, Hamilton and Bay of Plenty and a $4,000 fog cannon subsidy scheme. Waikato retailer Ash Palmer says there have been 66 prosecutions and 10 youth referrals, but some 200 young people have been arrested. Where's these 129 other kids gone? What's happened with them? Obviously, they're not going to adult court or youth court, and we've been trying to highlight all along that very young kids have been used to do these attacks. Revelations the government was warned against a controversial move to entrench parts of its Three Waters legislation. Last week, Labour agreed to a Green Party proposal which would require a 60% vote in the House to sell water assets. Demelza Jackson reports. The issue has been referred back to Parliament's Business Committee after strong pushback. Advice from the Department of Internal Affairs to the government more than a year ago warned against entrenching the policy. Officials wrote that it would raise constitutional questions and create a precedent for more significant policy settings. Fears a pay parity deal for frontline community health workers could sink rural GP practices. The government's agreed to fork out an extra $200 million a year, bringing the workers' pay in line with hospital nurses. It covers those in aged care facilities, hospice and Māori and Pacific healthcare organisations. But Rural Health Network Chair Fiona Bolden is devastated general practice nurses have been left out. We're already seeing a drain of nurses away from practice nursing because they're rewarded more financially if they go elsewhere. The Retirement Commission's advising against raising the retirement age. The Commission's three-yearly review of retirement income policies makes 35 recommendations for government, private sector, researchers, employers and itself. It also recommends raising the cash asset test for the accommodation supplement from $8,100 to $42,700 per person. Retirement Commissioner Jane Wrightson says it was set 30 years ago, calculated at 10% of the average house price. To sport, Lydia Ko is the new world number one golfer for the third time in her professional career. The 25-year-old last held the spot in June 2017. Bruno Fernandes has scored both goals to propel Portugal to a 2-0 win over Uruguay at the Football World Cup. They are the third team to book a place in the knockout stages with a group match to play, joining France and Brazil. And a countdown clock has been